Hey, and welcome back to the best 30 minutes of your life. It's your third string goats. In this episode, we're going to go over, is the NBA fun to watch again? Hint, it might be. We have our underdog update, wild MLB playoffs, non-shout out to the Brewers, by the way, Caleb, goat and woat. We'll talk QBs in the NFL. We'll go over our would-be named segment. Then we'll talk about the NFL and some young head coaches and where it's trending to. Now, this episode is brought to you by the freshest coffee in the world, Pyramid City Roasters. As you all know, they are a family-run business based out of Lake Mills, Wisconsin, which is a hidden hidden gem in south-central Wisconsin. They have no added preservatives, just pure coffee. Their process is that they buy the beans, roast the beans to perfection, and bag the beans. Your process is buy the beans, make the coffee, and be outrageously happy. Go to PyramidCityRoasters.com and use promo code GOATS to get 10% off any bags of coffee. That's PyramidCityRoasters.com. Not valid on subscription. Hey, it's your third string goats, hosted by Coach O, a former horse owner, and the Tim, a professional NFL watcher, where jokes are funny and sports are real. It's Wednesday night, and let's go, Brandon. Tim, uh, rumor has it that the NBA is fun to watch again. Yeah, rumor is correct, and okay. I I like this. <laughs> I'm gonna be enjoying. I'm gonna watch it, as you know. Like when we watch games together, I get super pissed off um, by. Um, what used to happen, but it's not going to be happening anymore. So I am super excited for this year. Yeah. So um, let's explain to our listeners what exactly is happening in the NBA, which is making it fun to watch again. And so over or in the offseason, the NBA made a rule change, and this is the, the change. Offensive players can no longer create contact with the defense uh, with the defensive player to draw a foul. When, when players try this, it will either be a no-call or an offensive foul. So Love I it. saw this um, watching a little bit of preseason and then watching the Bucks opening night last night. I saw this, and it is awesome. I think the NBA cleaned up a lot of nonsense with this rule. Players aren't just, like, flopping into other players, trying to get other players to jump and then jumping into them. Um, it made the game a lot more physical. And, yeah, overall, great rule change. NBA, you're fun to watch again. Um, I am confirming the rumor to be true. Yeah, I, I'm i kind of curious about this, though. Is Harden, Curry, and Young going to put up, like, eight points a game now? <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. Um, I think they both they all averaged about 20 points from the free throw line, so that might be accurate. They might only, you know, score eight points a game um, because the rest of their game forgot to develop while they're just shooting free throws. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> They've gone on that so much. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good um, change in direction where the NBA was going, um, and so good for them. It kind of looked like before they were kind of moving to have all the guys wearing skirts, and so <laughs> shout out NBA for kind of, you know, getting staying in shorts and not going into skirts. And to be clear, we are a pro, a pro shorts podcast. We're not yes. a pro skirts um, podcast. Yeah, definitely for anti-skirt. basketball specifically. Yes, uh, completely agree. Um, 
Yeah, love it. Um, speaking of skirts, should Tampa Bay Rays change their name to the Skirts Tim? <laughs> yes, I <laughs> think so. They were our biggest letdown um, of our lifetime, I would think, easily, right, Caleb? Yeah, uh, easily. Um, yeah, I. You know, I think the worst part is that when they lost, like, I didn't get a care package. Did you? No, like they didn't. They didn't send me anything. Like. How rude. Yeah, no M&Ms, no little cards saying, like, we're so sorry that we freaking blow. Do you forgive us? Which we don't, but it would have been nice if they would have asked. Yeah, um, I think the the Rays, this is a classic blow show. They won their first game, giving us all hope that they could win the series, and then the Red yeah. Sox blew them out in the next three games. Yeah, I got a hope um, tattoo because of that game one. Yeah, you know, I think they just, they sold us the wrong... Um, um, they just, they, yeah, they showed us the wrong show and then they, they started blowing. So they are the, the classic blow show and they, they ruined our underdog pick and, yeah. um, it's unacceptable. It really yeah, I mean, is. We're, we're expecting the underdog to go. We were going to like win every big game. Yeah. I can't really talk about them anymore. They, they are just very sad. Um, so let's talk about our, our, um, our favorites, the Chargers, and just how amazing they are. They did, um, like Justin Herbert, he's still amazing. They did take an L this week, um, but okay, I'm putting this good. one on the coaching staff. Um, they okay. didn't put the right game, uh, the right game plan together. Okay. So the coaching um, staff. So yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about the coaching staff. But first, um, I think it's kind of good that they lost another game because Caleb, we all know what happened to the 16 and 0 Patriots, right? They lost mm. to the worst quarterback of all time in the Super Bowl. So, like, they need to get a couple of losses in their belts because they're going to peak at the right time. Herbert is going to throw another, like, I don't know, five to 9,000 yards. Um, easily. Easily, and they're <laughs> Super Bowl bound. But what do you mean coaching staff? That's why they lost. So, so, so yeah, this is a classic unknowing fan complaint. Um being a coach, I know what it's like to have a good game plan um, and having players decide like to do their own thing, no matter how much I pleaded with them. So it's just, uh, it's funny how like after games, everyone's like, that is like, that is so on the coach. Like he just blew everything. Uh, and like, and all like, honestly, the coach like poured his heart on into the game plan, put a ga- great game plan together. And when he gave it to the players, they just like, Oh, this doesn't sound good. I kind of want to do this right now. Um, So yeah, just, um, uh, just not a good game and not a good um yeah not a good game for the chargers but it's okay um let's get back into the lab let's um throw some goggles on um let's start cooking up some things for next week and uh yeah bouncing back like you said um you gotta lose a few um you know fight some adversity and get back into it yeah i mean like you said you know go back to the lab pin our ears back um and let's go for it now i kind of what i took away from that caleb was that you can't win with good players but you can with you can win with a good coach and no players so that's what i took away from that what you would just yeah you can you can win if you don't have any players on the field you just have (laughs) as long as you have good coaching (laughs) okay sweet now let's go back to our next uh boo fest and boo meaning like boo the canucks are a one, two, and one. Mm. And after we made that pick, Brandon, shout out to you, Brandon, 
he reached out to me. He was like, dude, you should not have picked the Canucks. You should have picked this team. And Brandon, thank you for your participation and the sweet text you sent me. But we're good. We're going with this pick. So I hope that you can come on board this third string goat boat and row with us to the other side and watch them <laughs> take the NHL by storm. Yeah. Um, can I just yeah. say something to Brandon quick? I'm, I'm just a little hurt that he would even say that against our Canucks. I, I appreciate you trying to look out for us, but don't do that again. Um, go Canucks. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Uh, right now, like you said, they're 1-2-1. One, and one. They're sitting um, pretty at 7th in the Western Conference. Like, we're fine. Yeah, Be- which is huge. Yeah. Which is huge, yeah. Like, we don't want to start off too strong. Like, starting off too strong, people are going to be like, they're early risers, you know? Like, we want to we wanna start off at our own pace. So, under the leadership um, of Oliver ekman Larson, like, this guy is a GOAT, okay? Uh, greatest defensive player in hockey knows right now. Um, he already has a goal and an assist, and he's on the defense. Like, that is completely unheard of. Um, <laughs> this dude is wild, freaking doing, like, insane things in the hockey world. He also has, like, eight hits, whatever that stat is. I looked it up, but I like it, so that's why I said it. Um, so, like I said, I think the Canucks are going to be solid. They have Oliver on their team. Oliver, shout out to you. Um, you my man, and we're going to go win some games. So go Canucks, man. Yeah, rumor has it seven out of those eight hits were hits on the ice. We're looking for where that <laughs> other hit happened. But I guess since we're talking like favorite player, I'm going to go with the guy named Tanner Pearson. Okay. He has the same birthday as the GOAT. Which Do you is mean like Tom Brady or no, who's, me. who's the GOAT? Oh, no. okay. Yep. Yep. So he has the same birthday as the GOAT. Plus, if you put a little swoop under the P in his name, we'd have the same initials. So he's TP. If you put a little swoop, we we both be TB. Wow. Wait, Tim, you have the same initials as Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know, like, do, like, people come up to you and, like, ask for your autograph or? Yeah, they do. And I, I always do it. I'm a man for the people. You know, it kind of gets annoying. I can't even, I can't hold the job because, like, everywhere I go, they're just like, "Can you sign yeah. my shirt?" Yeah, I, I mean, it would, ho- it'd be horrible to be the man of man of the people. Yeah. So you know, I'm a man of the mob rule. So <laughs> yes. So yeah, but with with us basically having the same initials, I'm basically him. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't have any goals yet. Um. I don't know if he's going to get any. I honestly am praying that he doesn't get any goals just to show that he's a total selfless player. Okay. Um, he do it. He does have two assists. Um, total team player, total wizard. Now, I did have an honorable mention, which is kind of weird for this, but for my favorite player. And uh, that honorable mention is a guy named Nils Hoglander. So actual Whoa. wizard city <laughs> status name. Well, yeah, any any name like that deserves to live in a wizard city. And uh, speaking of wizard cities, uh, the Braves just dominating and living in that wizard city themselves, beating the favorite Brewers, only winning like 88 games. Um, doesn't matter. They were determined, came out and just um, blew out the Brewers in a 3-1 to one, uh, series, made it a quick series. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk some MLB playoffs, Tim. And yeah. Real yeah. quick, Caleb, I, I think that kind of, because I've always been like this, I would way, way, way rather be an underdog than a favorite. Yeah, and right. 
all right the now time. underdogs are winning um <laughs> so that's kind of a halfway decent comment okay <laughs> um so yeah let's talk let's talk a little playoffs here um mlb playoffs um crazy start to the playoffs like we just said um dodgers uh or not dodgers uh the braves beating the brewers and um the uh, red sox beat the braves uh or red sox beat the the rays um, so yeah, crazy stuff happening around the the MLB playoffs right now. I think the craziest series is the Dodgers Giants. Um, that game, uh, that yeah, that game has just been has been wild. Um, and then the the game was actually decided on a controversial call. So um, Tim, I'm gonna actually like ask your opinion on this. So um, there was this questionable call at last game. Series is tied two two. And uh, Dodgers are pitching. Giants are down to their last out. Um, the pitch was thrown. The batter swings. Strike three is called, and the game is over. But what Sweet. people didn't see, or what the replay showed afterwards, is that the batter actually checked his swing. Um, according to all the rules and the things that happened with a check swing in the MLB, like one of the things is breaking your wrist, and he didn't break his wrist. Um, everything shows in the replay that he didn't like, he, it was definitely a check swing. So this was a blown call. Um, so you're always talking about replay and how replays need to be more in football. Um, do you think replays should be more in all of sports? Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Um, but going back to like, you should always be at a review, you know, when a batter breaks their wrist to be clear. It's always fun seeing someone break their wrist, but <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, I think everything does need to be reviewable. And the reason is Caleb is obviously, as we all know, multi-billion dollar industries, human mm. error is fine, but in today's day and age, I don't think we have time or it's fair to have, I mean, there is going to be human error no matter what, but that's why I am a firm believer in you should be able to challenge literally anything and everything. I'm not saying you get to challenge every play. You get to challenge once an inning. No, I'm saying in football, it's two. In baseball, it's one, you know, two, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But then literally anything, because I hate these freaking rules, unless it helps the Packers, of course. Yeah, of That course. says, like, that is, you can't review that. Why? Yeah. Why? I, I, I made that I, stupid rule. I don't understand when they have, like, because this play, um, was deemed a like a unreviewable play. So yeah, I don't understand yeah. that either. Why is it unreviewable? Um so yeah, I, I'm actually the more we see and the more we keep digging and watching sports this year, I've I'm tending to side with you, Tim, in the replays need to play a bigger impact in sports for that reason. Um so yeah, crazy start to the playoffs so far. Um the Red Sox have played some great baseball. Um, they, you know, knocked off the Yankees in that uh, one-game wild card. Um, the they destroyed the Rays, and um, they're now down though, two to three with the Houston. Houston, I think, just beat them tonight, nine to one. Um, Houston is playing some tough baseball. Uh, they got hitters all the way up and down their lineup. So um, crazy, um, crazy playoffs. Also, the uh, this is funny. The the Astros were already accused of cheating. Um, by the White Sox, but they, they already finished them off. But yeah, the that is perfect. First, first series of the playoffs, and they already accused of cheating. Yeah, that's amazing. The yeah, the Houston Astros would have to win 
four World Series in a row for us to take him off our quote of the decade list. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, talking goat and well, talking quote, we'll talk goat of the week. So my goat of the week, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in depth here in a little bit, but I did want to give a major shout out to Trevor Lawrence getting his first NFL, I almost said NHL win. So he does have skates on now. No, it wasn't working for him, so he put on skates. Um, And that's why he got his first win. Yes. (laughs) So he got his first win. Um, So super excited for him. He threw over 300 yards and a touchdown. Um, Good showing and really happy for him. And also interceptions. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm. Great go to the week. Um, Shout out Trevor Lawrence. Proud of you for sticking with it. Um, My go to the week is the Milwaukee Bucks. So opening night was last night uh, for the NBA. Uh, So the Bucks were on opening night. But for them, it was also the banner night. So they got their banner um, shown up in the rafters. That's really cool. They also got their rings last night before the game. And which was so cool. Go check out the rings. They are so dope looking. I think they even have a QR code on it, which is wild. Uh, yeah, but the ring it, like turns into a necklace. Real, real like quick, it's a Caleb, ring and it, a necklace. It, I don't up? know if it's confirmed or not what that QR code is. It could be something with Pyramid City Roasters, right? Maybe. Ooh, yeah, you, definitely. You don't know. Can't confirm or cannot confirm. Um, Right now, it cannot be confirmed, but there are rumors. Okay. Lots of rumors. <laughs> Lots of rumors. So, yeah, shot Milwaukee Bucks. Proud of you guys. Um, I'll be expecting a ring uh, in the mail anytime now. Um, I am a devoted fan. and You are. I don't know. You are. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know why I haven't gotten a ring yet. So, um, just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> deserve it. You deserve it more than... Um, every other I fan in Milwaukee. Every other fan in Milwaukee. Yes. Do you live in Milwaukee? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to Wot. It's not you, Caleb. You aren't my Wot. Oh, it thanks. is the it is the uh so Washington State uh football. And so they let go of five coaches due to not getting the COVID vaccine. Currently and forever they will be an unranked football team. Um, but they will also be unranked in the money department when the coach they they Oof, I can't talk. When the coaches that they fired take them to court. So the coaches, I think all five of them are actually taking Washington State to court. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but just vote of the week for, you know, making people get this. And I am like the majority of Americans, the 70% um, to 80% that wants to let people make their own decisions and choices because that's how most of us feel. Um, you wouldn't think that, but that is absolutely the case. And so, word of the week, Washington State. Yeah, uh, great vote uh, great there, Tim. My vote for Thanks. this week is the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, very frustrating way to end the season as a fan. Um, all year long, their pitching staff has been amazing, and they blew in the playoffs. Um, I mean, their batting kind of choked as well. Um but their pitching has been a staple for them all year long, and they couldn't perform. Uh, at least their batting kind of sucked all year, and then they sucked in the playoffs. It didn't help anything. Um, being shut out twice in the playoffs when you're trying to go win a um, a World Series, like you, you can't do that. Um, so this is just completely un- unacceptable. 
they are a good team. They're a very good team, um, and they just couldn't perform. So very frustrating way to end the season. As a fan, you guys are my word of the week. Get better. Come back next year and win a World Series because you guys suck. So, Yeah, I mean, honestly, what that sounds to me, Caleb, is that you're a Wisconsin sports fan. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> what it means to me. Wisconsin sports fans are usually let down in these ways. We make it to the playoffs. We make it to, you know, pretty deep in the playoffs. And then, I mean, thankful the Bucks won a championship. But um, if it wasn't for that, then, yes, I probably would be crying. Yeah, for real. So speaking of crying, let's talk a little bit about some QBs around the league. And, Oof. you know, some things. Yeah, so we're going to start with the blame shifters, Caleb. Um, yeah, so Jalen Hurts. Is Jalen the guy for Philly or does he hurt them? Ha-ha. See what I did there? Um, I think he's been decent. Like, he's he's looked good at times. He's had his games. Um, I don't know if he's the long-term answer, though, for them. Uh he, he's had a few bright spots. He's looked decent. I think being in Philly and how they blame shift everything, even if he had a perfect season, they'd find uh-huh. a way to blame their losses on him, and he'll be out of Philly in like two to three years. Ooh, two to three years, huh? Yeah, yep, that's the that's the prediction. Wow. From you today here, or when folks. he got drafted? Uh, from this year, because this is his first year of like um, actually yeah. playing for them. Okay. Okay, so two more years from this year. Yes, you heard it here first. Maybe a third. you heard it from Caleb. <laughs> um, the next one we got is also let's talk Mac Jones and the Patriots. Um, Mac Miller Jones is the best rookie quarterback this year. Um, I can definitely stand behind that statement because he is, um, from day one he's already showing he's calm, cool, and collective in that um in the pocket. He just shows great maturity behind the line. Um, he already looks like a veteran out there. He makes great decision, has a good arm. Um, yeah, definitely has some rookie mistakes out there, but I think Mac Jones is definitely the best rookie quarterback this year. He's, his play is far above everybody else's, and um, I think the Patriots have a lock for their future quarterback in Mac Jones. Yeah, so he's basically the opposite of a hot pocket. <laughs> calm and cool in a pocket. And so yes. th- that's really good because hot pockets are terrible. Exactly. And Mac Jones wouldn't want to be a Hot Pocket. What was the best Hot Pocket flavor? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Anything with pepperonis, like the best. Like pepperoni cereal? Pepperoni cereal? Um, I would say no. I don't think pepperonis belong in cereal because I can't imagine pepperonis in milk. <laughs> That'd be so terrible. Wait, you have milk and pizza though, Caleb. Wait, say what? Don't you have milk and pizza? Oh, I, I love milk and pizza. Milk so and pizza you... <laughs> is the greatest Friday night dinner of all time. It's not even close. Oh, okay. Well, I think it is. Okay. So Mac Jones is a hot pocket. Yes. <laughs> or the opposite. Whatever I said, it didn't make sense anyway. Nothing ever does. The next one is um, we talk about Chicago Bears. And so just in time to blow fields. Um, is definitely wanted to throw the ball and not just run, which I think is good for him, good for the organization, good for his development, because there were a lot of times when we kind of looked at it like, or there were a couple of plays where he could have gotten four, five, six yards, but instead looked to throw, and then he made a mistake, which mm. in a weird way, that's good because you want a quarterback that's pass first. 
you want a quarterback that can run, but the biggest thing, they have to be willing to pass first. And I think he actually showed that <clears throat> to us. And so good for him. Um, hopefully he continues to keep us thinking that he might be the one, but hopefully he isn't the one. Yes, I would love that if he kind of just gives us all hope. He could be the one, and then he's never the one. That would be amazing. Yes, that would be amazing. Um, let's talk Lawrence and Jags. Um, oh, Trev, Trev. Oh, Trev, Trev. The um, beginning games for him, his first two games, he threw four interceptions, and his last three games, he's only thrown one interception. Wizard. So things are definitely looking up. The Jags did just get their first win. He threw over 300 yards. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is looking like he's not a bust anymore. <laughs> yeah, for real. He does look like that. And I'm going for Trevor. All of us are going for Trevor. And Always. Yeah. Yeah, the next one is Jared Goff. So, or excuse me, Jared not go off. Uh, he's <laughs> just kind of an interesting kitten. Yeah. Um, honestly, all I have to say about um, Jared Goff, all I can really... When I think about Goff, all I can really do is just shrug my shoulders. So <laughs> That's actually a perfect way because it's like he doesn't suck, but they're not winning yep. games. So it's like, yeah, I'll shrug and kind of move on yep. to a more yeah, to a more non like Hollister model looking dude. But it's still a kind of a good looking dude. Sam Darnold, you guys all knew um where we were going with the airplanes. He actually does look we talked about this last week, but or the week before, he does look amazing in Panther silver and blue compared to you know the Jets. But oh my god, honestly, right now with how he's playing, he looks more like a grounded Jet when he doesn't have McCaff running behind him. So <laughs> for those of you that didn't catch it, like a like a calf, you know, like a cow, McCaffrey, he's out. Um, I wish I Good didn't one, explain Tim. that, but I did, and I'll just eat my words. No, but. <laughs> he was through you know the the airplanes were three and oh and then McCaffrey went down and it, now they suck so I think he's back this week we'll see kind of what they do um but it is hard to be a good team when your best or best running back in the league is hurt and I feel yeah. like he's hurt all the time though yeah he is like but anyway really injury prone um, but yeah, Darnold's looked good. Well, he looked good the first three games, and then yeah, when McCaff went out, that was super interesting. Then they just looked like a, a way different team. Um, yeah, hopefully, like McDonald's last... doesn't start serving him. Yeah. <laughs> um, you... Let's talk. Let's talk last quarterback, and um, let's talk uh, Daniel Jones and the New York Rats. Um, so he truly is faster than a rat. So if you do race, if um, Daniel Jones in a rat race, you like you know for a fact Jones will win, which is great. Um, but you need more than that to be an NFL quarterback. You can't just run really fast. You can't just beat rats in races. Um, however, um, no matter how um, bad he is, he'll always still be better than Eli Manning. Um, without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt, yeah. Um, he doesn't. He produces a few runs, you know, and a few fumbles every game. He. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised the giant, uh, the rats haven't got rid of him. To be honest, um, I don't think he is a long-term answer at all. I'm just yeah. waiting for the Giants to try somebody else. Um, so, yeah, for real. But also, they're gonna get rid of him. But he's way better than Eli Manning. I want to put a major emphasis on that. Yes, he's More hurt right now, and he's better than Eli Manning. 
Yes. Not running down the field full speed by himself. He's not super good at that. But, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, speaking of elite QBs like Daniel Jones, we're going to finish up here in the NFC by traveling up north in the Midwest to the NFC North. And our last two teams are the Chicago Bears, boo, and the Green Bay Packers. That is a fun noise behind me. So my first would be the Green Bay Packers, and I would like to call them the Green Bay Cows. Everyone knows lots of cows up in these parts in Wisconsin, and, you know, cheese, that kind of thing, Midwest, milk, dairy, everything is dairy. America's dairy land is in Wisconsin, so Green Bay Cows would be my pick. What do you think of that, Caleb? Uh, I'm liking it, you know. I think that represents Wisconsin very well. We are the dairy state. Um, going yeah. off of that, my pick would be the Green Bay cheese curds. Um, and Ooh. since we're already the Packers, we're just packing cheese, you know. So um, yeah. the Green Bay cheese curds, cheese curds come in, you know, you can eat them raw and get that squeaky cheese. You can fry them. And, um, you know, they fry every team anyways when they play them. Um, so they yep. deserve to be the Green Bay cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, I think I think every person I meet that finds out I'm from Wisconsin is like, are like cheese curds actually squeaky? Like, can they be? Squeaky? Dude, I've been asked that so many times out here living in PA. It's hilarious. yeah. If I had a tattoo for every time someone answered or someone asked me that, I would have like a handful of tattoos. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I guess I'm gonna go back, Caleb. I my would be name for the Green Bay Packers would be the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be a perfect name for us. Yeah. That's my final Actually, answer. like, thinking about that now, I think you're right. The Green Bay Packers would just be, wow, that's a great name. Okay. <laughs> um, let's move on to our uh, our next team in our would-be name series, uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, my first, um, or my pick for the Chicago Bears will be the Chicago Sewers. Just because Chicago, everything smells and is nasty, and yeah, the Chicago sewers. Okay, nice. I like it. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Mine would be the Chicago Rogers, because he has owned them for like 15 years now, and it'd be cute <laughs> because instead of the Bears, we could call them the Rogers. The Bears. The Ro- oh, I love now, that. Now, the this might, yeah, this might be kind of difficult for Bears fans to get behind, but no. it's, it's truly needed at this part because Rodgers is the owner of them, and so a little selfish of Rodgers to do this, but he should, and he will, and we will. So I'm fully yeah. behind this. Um, you know, hopefully they'll be understanding of it. They're not going to like it, but. You know that's fine. They're they're just Bears fans. Exactly, they'll get used to it. Um, I actually have an honorable mention for the Bears, and it would be like the okay. Chicago Nasties. They kind of go along with the sewers. They're just okay. nasty at everything. They're not very yes. good. Okay, cool. Yep, I like it. I do have an honorable mention as well for Chicago. Uh, Chicago dumpsters, disgusting city, terrible city, and kind of go off of what you were saying. Um, but yeah, Chicago dumpsters. Okay, I actually have another one. Um, the Chicago hole blowers. Okay, just blowing holes. 
Yep, just blown holes. My, I actually have another one too. Chicago possums. So opossums. I don't know why it's spelled like that. It pisses me off, but it's kind of uh, you know they. They kind of play dead all the time. We like poke them with the stick. Like, are you still a franchise? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, I actually have another one. Uh, the Chicago fakes. Uh, just because they're always like faking that they're good. They just like give a bunch of hype and then they're always blowing. So the Chicago fakes. <laughs> True. I love that. Um, I actually have another one. The Chicago murders. <laughs> Because of crime. Um, I'm going to go with my next one and the Chicago no goods. They are no good. Yeah. Exactly. I have something like kind of like exactly like that, except a little bit different. I would change the name of the city to be last and I would call them the nothing goods of Chicago. Ooh, that's a better spinoff. I like that one better. You're a better spinoff. Um, thanks. Mine would be, I have another one called the Chicago Scraps, just because you know how like you eat like a, a meal and you got the scraps left over? That's basically what <laughs> Chicago is. <laughs> the, like a drumstick? Yeah, like you just like you give have the left. bone. Yeah. <laughs> I, that scraps. might actually be my vote. It won't be. My last one is maybe a little bit too political, but it had to be said. I would like to call them, as an honorable mention, the Chicago Terrible Mayors. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um my last honorable mention is the chicago junk kind of just going along with all of our um nasty stuff in chicago dumpsters and stuff like that so the chicago junk because they're nice. just junky like if you it. look at if you look at soldier field and their grass it's usually like 10 feet long so yeah rumor junky. has it the grass is made out of garbage it is it's recycled garbage yes <laughs> But yeah, so but let, let's keep it in the NFL here and kind of move our show along, Caleb. So there is a trend I'm seeing, and the NFL is continuing to hire younger coaches. What are your thoughts on that, Tim? I actually I love that you brought this up because I think the time is now. I think I've built the type of resume that the NFL is looking for. Um, I am what the NFL wants. I am what the NFL is looking for. I'm younger. <laughs> okay. I have what That's I have, have what it I have what it takes. Okay. So tell okay, tell what do you so you can't just be younger like tell what's your resume look like? Oh, yeah. Um so I think my playing experience back in 6th and 7th grade tackle football has really prepared me for the different schemes the NFL throws at you. Um just all the different, you know, um Offensive sets, defensive sets, you know, 3-4, three, 4-3 four, four, three, um, on the defensive side. Special teams, just, you know, punting and all that stuff. Um, I also think winning the sto- uh, starting quarterback job on my sixth grade team um, has really prepared okay. me for being a great quarterback developer. Yeah. I think I could bring any NFL franchise, and I think I could go in there and develop a great QB. Um, I think my four years as a high school basketball coach has also really prepared me for the longevity um, you know, I'm here for the long haul, you know, I'm here to really, um, you know, invest <laughs> and, okay. um, I'm not just here for, you know, a quick, um, a quick couple seasons, get my name out there and, you know, go to a better program. You know, I'm here, I'm here for the long haul. Okay. Um, being a D one plus two athlete, I know, I know sports, you know, um, I play sports and I think owners can really 
feel safe with me behind the helm because yes. you know I I know sports and um, just having that knowledge I think could really put their minds at ease. Um, and my last thing here, I, I met Leroy Butler back when I was eleven. And for those of you who don't know Leroy Butler, he was a safety for the Green Bay Packers um, back when they won the ninety six ninety seven Super Bowl. Um, he was a goat of a safety, but I was able to meet him and hold his Super Bowl ring. And in that time, I I think he transferred his powers over to me. So um, yeah, I just I I have what it takes, Tim. You should have ran when you had that ring. I did. Oh, yeah. I guess he is a little bit bigger than you. Yeah, uh, I actually didn't. Um, I was just so I it, like when I picked it up, it almost like fell to the ground. It was so heavy. I was like eleven, and I was just blown away. It's amazing. You know what? Screw it. I like your resume. So I am going to interview Caleb. I'm going to interview you for the head okay. coaching job of the New York Rats. People, Okay. I have came up with questions. Caleb doesn't know what they are. And in fact, he can't even see them because I have, I have them on a different um, sheet. So, all right, Caleb. So you're interviewing for the New York Rats. It's fourth and one. You're down by three. <clears throat> Excuse me. A frog in my throat. I'm in, or sorry, a rat in my throat. You're down by three on the 40-yard line. There's three minutes to go. What do you do? You go for it. Are you, wait, are you on your own 30? No, no, no. You're on their 40. Their 40? 40. Yeah, you go yeah. for it. Okay. You run the, the classic quarterback sneak. Um, I know Daniel Jones. I'd probably put uh, Barkley back there, even with an injured ankle. I would, you know, put him back okay. there. Quarterback sneak. Quarterback sneak. Final answer. That's what I'm, that's what I'm calling. Okay, good answer because we need aggressive we need aggressive coaches for the rats and not some wannabe like Joe Judge or whatever his name is. Yeah. Okay. So if two players were are throwing fists, do you join in or call Belinda? I definitely call uh Belinda here. Um not knowing how to deal with grown men throwing punches. <laughs> um I call my mom. She'll probably come over and um deal with the problem. Probably the best solution. I can focus then on other things. So, okay, sweet. What percentage would you throw and run the ball? Um, definitely. Um, wow, this is you know, I'm a believer in the run game, and um, since Daniel Jones can't throw and he would be my franchise quarterback, I, I'm going to be running sixty forty, sixty percent of the time throwing forty percent um, until I you know wow. develop my quarterback and. Once I get my system in there um, and believe in the and believe in my quarterback, you know I'll probably be throwing about fifty five percent of the time and running about forty five percent of the time. Okay, would you always fly out with the team or stay behind? Um, I would probably preferably stay at home. Um, <laughs> okay, stay behind. Um, and just kind of call plays through like a Madden controller. <laughs> I was um, talking more of after the game. <laughs> Oh, uh, after the game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but let's, whoops. But let's keep it the way it was. <laughs> whoops. Um. Yeah, <laughs> that was the interview. I. <laughs> um. No, sir. No, sir. I would um travel with the team all all along. <laughs> yeah, I hear that's kind of a big um thing these days. So, <laughs> if you had to be one of these two, what would it be? People to call you, either Onash the five seven. Or Coach Caleb with a K. 
Ah, uh, uh, these are two horrible things. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I hate when people spell the name or spell Kayla with a K. It like ruins it. It. Uh, and I'm definitely not five seven. For those people out there, I'm a solid five nine. Um, uh, ah, this is tearing at my soul. Um, yeah, uh, you're in an interview, so keep it together here. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I'm going to go with the, um, mm, it hurts to say it, but I would rather have someone challenge my height than my name. So I really? would be called, yes, I would I thought rather... for sure it was an easy. I know. I know. I, what I a can't, man of I integrity. <laughs> you don't yes. care that you're a short king. Like, yeah, you would, like, you're okay with being a short king. You need to protect your name. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I met a guy once. His name was Caleb. He spelled it K-A-I-L-I-B. Pronounced Caleb. Oh. Oh. That hurts. Terrible. (laughs) I know. Okay, so what would be a fair salary? Um, well, I would need uh, a guaranteed contract. And (laughs) um, it would have to be 10 million plus a year. Oh, I thought you were going to say a game, and I was like, I don't know if we can do that. Oh, okay. Well, a year meaning, like, every year it's, like, plus $10 million. Okay. So, yeah, like, it's fully like, guaranteed. And it's all guaranteed. So, my second year of my contract, I would make a guaranteed $20 million, and then 30 and then 40 okay. Yeah, and I mean, it just I would up. only sign you for 10 years, so that would work out perfect for us. Okay, yeah. And it's all guaranteed. Even if I get injured. So, in a couple sentences, why should I, general manager of the New York Rats, hire you? Because I want to win, and um, I don't think the I don't think your program right now, sir, is in that has that winning mentality. Um, I think that um, the best teams play for each other, not with each other, and I think that. Um, I could come in and change that culture. I can, I can turn around the culture here in New York and really um, create a culture that you guys want to play for the guy beside you. And um, that's going to create a winning culture. I'm your man. Um, I've coached not many uh, successful teams, but this would be different. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate the blatant disrespect for keeping it short like I asked you to. So we're going to wrap You're it welcome. up here. Would you ever consider firing me if you could? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I would definitely consider it. It would really determine on how like our salary ended up, <laughs> and then I could pay myself as much as I wanted to. <laughs> okay, uh, that is awesome, and I'm officially offering you a job. Okay, I'll be really be. Um, I'm excited to get my contract. So, yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. That was a lot of fun, Caleb. Really good, really good answers. So that was pretty random. So let's move on to the random sports stuff. Yeah, um, I think this is something I I can't wait to talk about. And it's Aaron Rodgers um, yelling at Bears fans, I still own you after rushing for a TD that sealed the deal after the game. What a freaking goat. Um, I know we had some frustrations with Aaron in the off season, um, but to do that, I don't know. I just freaking loved it. 
um, just with my yeah. dislike for bears and the bear fans. And then like, <laughs> just the thing, that's what he says when he like falls into the end zone, gets up and he just looks at the fans and just like, I own you. I yeah. still own you. Yeah. To be clear, they weren't giving him the thumbs up. No, nope. it was not a thumbs up. <laughs> but it 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 is one of those things like the love hate relationship we have with Rogers. Um, yeah, because he is so cocky. But then sometimes this happens, and you can't help but love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I think he's actually twenty two and five against the Bears. Like his all Wizard record. City, which is just oh my gosh, Wizard. Just that's literally Goten. That's the that's the definition of Goten. Yeah. Um, also, I think this is the first case where someone owned a team um, by a continual beat down throughout the years, not through buying them, but just beating them down over the years. And now he owns them. So shout out yeah. to Rogers for owning a team without money. Yes. But now <laughs> he's in the name. So go. Exactly. Chicago. Now he is the name. Yeah. The Chicago Rogers. Yeah. Love so it. my. Yeah, so my pick of the week for last week, I had picked the Bengals versus the Kittens. So it was a good pick. You know, me and Caleb are going for wins now. We haven't ever been going for good games, but we really are just trying to get as many wins as possible without picking the same team that has won before. But the Bengals, um, they're a good team. You know, they um, good for them. They came back and got the W after a tough loss to the Pack. Mm-hmm. So it just shows a lot of, who they are as a franchise, even though it's the freaking kittens with the meow instead of the, the lion roar. <laughs> the roar. E- yeah, even though they beat a team that was 0-5 at the time, it's still a win after a really tough loss. They got mm. heart, they got spirit, they got Mr. Mr. Burrow, and uh, yeah, <laughs> go, go Bengals. I love that. Um my pick of the week was the LA Burgers versus the New York Rats. Uh, the Burgers sandwiched the Rats in a blowout, thirty-eight to eleven. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the Burgers are back to looking like a championship team. Um, yeah, the the Rams just dominated all game long. Um, super proud of them. Also, just super grateful that they did win because now I am four and two, and I'm just flying high. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week, and for my pick next week, um, I'm taking the um, the my game of that game that week is the Arizona Mules versus the Houston Texans, and I'm taking the Mules. They are playing some insane football right now. Kyler Murray is all over the uh, the field. He's he's playing at an insane level. So I'm taking the Mules over the Texans. Feeling good. Feeling like I'm going to be five and two after next week. Sweet, go Texans. Mine is the Patriots over the Jets. And so, you know, Mac Miller Jones, he's going to light it up, I think, and make the Jets into some junkyard Jets, if you will. No, I really do think it's going to be a pretty close game, unfortunately. After I made this pick, I was like, I kind of hate it, but I do think the Patriots are going to be able to pull this one, pull this one out. Because again, he's playing a freaking LaCroix model. So, so as we wrap up the show, Caleb, (laughs) it is funny. Um, so as we wrap up the show, we are going to go over our life hack, which I mean, this is a good one, especially because we're going into summer right now or wait, no, we're going into winter, but this is still really good. So 
when you eat a popsicle and it drips or have you ever eaten a popsicle and it dripped all down your hands well no more next time you have a popsicle grab a paper baking cup that you bake cupcakes in and stick the popsicle and through it and there you go that will protect your hand from ever getting a popsicle um, all over you again. And so another mm. even like if I could life hack a life hack, what I would say is to like use super glue to like seal up the hole around the stick. Right. Mm. So like no liquid gets through. The only problem with yeah, that, that is that sometimes super glue takes a little bit to, you know, fully harden and everything might drip out. Mm. It, it, it totally could. So. That's a risk that I'm definitely willing to take, you know? And, yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. Um, life hack a life hack. <laughs> uh, let's continue to do yeah. that. I I would prefer if we life hacked life hacks. Um, guys, like Tim said, wrapping up the episode here. Uh, here's our challenge of the week for you guys, and it is to commit an act of kindness. And again, we are trying to give these challenges to you to help you better yourself, to better your communities, your families, and the people around you. So, Go commit an act of kindness, whether it is to someone you love, a family member, or a complete stranger. Um, so uh, go be a light to your family, your community, uh, just by taking a few moments out of your day and just show some kindness. And that stuff goes a long way. So that is our it. challenge for you this week. Yep. Absolutely love it. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in again. Make sure you go give us a follow on Instagram at Third Street Goats. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye, guys.